I am so not prepared for this one, but we gon' bring it anyway, cause we know we're here to play, cause Days in the Muse podcast, and we gon' teach you some class. Not really. <laughs> podcast where we're a cannabis field conversation podcast about culture Woo! i am your lovely hostess with the most this unique bernique aka b welcome thank you for joining me it's pride month bitches and it's also caribbean um national caribbean month as well so i'm here i'm queer i'm caribbean Shout out to the Virgin Islands and my dad, you know, giving me the oil and blood. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. I'm, I have never been more excited for a pride. And I think it's because last year, like, well, actually, I think it's because the first year that, like, I came out, um, I had to work pride. And then the second year, I had to work pride. <laughs> the third year um covid and so here we are ding 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 we out here um i'm vaccinated things are opening up still gonna wear my mask though because i don't trust some of y'all but uh we out here in these streets we about to have a good old time for june and then right after june hit here comes July, and that's my birthday month. I don't celebrate just the day. We celebrate the whole month. There's too much gloriousness that is Bernique to be contained in just one day or week. I know that sounds probably very, like, <laughs> conceited, but I love birthdays. I love, I love celebrating other people's birthday. I particularly love celebrating my birthday because it's, it's a way of me, like, rejuvenating and and checking in and and I know people do their you know annual like um New Year's Eve resolution mine is my birthday I I started on my birthday and then you know the following year I'm able to reflect because I feel like it's it's that beginning of the year like I don't know about other people but when it comes to the winter time my emotions get a little bit low my motivation gets a little bit low so like it's harder to be like be able to be like I'm going to start a routine and keep a routine in a time where I'm all I want to do is just not do shit whereas summertime summer summer summertime is the perfect time because it's warm it's nice it's amazing I'm up and at I'm feeling upbeat and I'm able to create that habit so that by the time winter time comes it's already developed it's already in motion I'm already used to doing it that it's not like you know so much of a task to like do whatever it is it's more of like oh it's same shit, different day. Um, so, 
to start off our Pride Month with this podcast, um, I definitely wanted to do a little bit of an educational experience. Um, we're all about uh, learning, growing, and being better here at this podcast. It's all about um, understanding and respecting someone. Uh, you don't necessarily have to agree with them um, or their opinion, but you will respect their opinion, respect their thoughts, or respect their values as long as it's not racist, xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, um, biphobic, any, anything that's ignorant will not be accepted here on this podcast. Um, but I do want people to feel like they can come and listen to this podcast if they don't understand something or have questions or want an introduction into, um, whatever topic it might be and I know that when it comes to uh, gender sexuality um, as well as relationships it it can get a little bit muddled and there are I know I know even in my journey of finding my sexuality and, and who I am like I had questions and I know as a black queer person it was a lot harder to find that information simply because like I feel like things when they are generalized they're very um they're they're geared more towards a white audience when things are generalized and and the black experience especially when it comes to the family dynamic home dynamic is a lot different um I would say it over and over and over and over and over again um when it comes to um uh, queer people in our community, we have to stand up and protect them. I, I, I strongly, firmly believe that we can't be out here preaching, praising, fighting, and, and being activists for Black Lives Matter if we don't agree and all agree as a whole Black community that all Black Lives Matter, regardless of sexual orientation or gender. And I think that's where um, things get a little bit uh, ignorant and and, and st- stupid, in my opinion, because um, we, as a society, don't come together to protect um, our own, especially when it comes to the queer community. Um, if you look at the statistics, uh, black trans women are dying, being murdered, I should say, at a disproportionate rate compared to any other uh, uh, trans person. Um, and it's it's definitely devastating and unfortunate because they shouldn't have to hide or live in fear just because they're afraid that people within their own community won't treat them and value them like a person. Um, so, and I think that a lot of that comes with this um, misinformed or un, or uneducation of what it means to be gay, what it means to be trans, what it means to 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 love multiple people. There's so many different aspects when it comes to a person's lifestyle in regards to sex, gender, and in relationship that I feel like, especially with the older generation, um, it's, it's 
closed off. It's discussed. It's things that, you know, we don't talk about that. We don't discuss that. It's swept under the rug. It's hidden. It's not open for discussion. And I think that's been so detrimental to our community because we have so many, so many adults, so many children who, who are questioning who they are and how they should be simply for the fact that they, you know, they might like someone of the same sex or have feelings of towards someone of the same sex, but they're being told at home that, you know, no, that's wrong. They, they're being told that you, you have to act a certain way as a man or as a woman because of their physical features, because of the identity that their family is placing upon them and not necessarily the identity that they agree or feel comfortable with. Um, so uh, I I know a lot of it is just going to be education um, in in trying to combat those those toxic mentality that they've had for so long. And I, I definitely believe that you know the millennial generation is gonna be the generation that does you know change a lot of things because I I know even within my group of friends. There's so many people who are just so open about their sexuality or or um, just open to discuss and, and be willing to listen to other people's story and very empathetic and sympathetic. I, I, I know that's something that as a society we need to work on, but I definitely feel like um, our generation are getting back to those those values and those those just wanting to treat everyone with dignity and respect um and if I can have any part in that I I definitely want to do that and that's why I I know um I not even know that's why I wanted to have specific segments uh around sexuality gender and relationships um, on this podcast and originally I was going to do it way back when early on when uh, the podcast first relaunched but um, I feel like it was better to wait um, for the timing I know that unfortunately June and Pride uh, is starting to get this stigma of or not stigma but starting to be very like um, corporated uh, you see all of these these businesses that really don't give a damn about LGBT LGBTQ rights um, on an, in a, as a whole um, come out with things that you can buy to support pride and it's it's it should be like that all the time. We shouldn't just have to or or feel feel that it's accepted to live with our pride uh only in the month of june we should be able to do that year long you should have pride shit year long because being gay is just not one month i'm gay 365 days a year 366 if, if it's a leap year <laughs> like being gay doesn't go away you don't just blink one day and be like you know what i I'm going to decide to not be gay. 
I will say that sexuality is a spectrum and you can have you can have moments where you know you might have stronger feelings towards one gender than the other um and and that's fine that's totally fine I go through my waves too I I went through a wave of you know at first I thought I was straight <laughs> um then I was like, I'm a lesbian. Like, I love me some ladies. And and the more that I learned about myself, I realized, like, that's not necessarily true. There are men that I connect with. Um, there are men that I'm attracted to. Um, but when it comes to connection and my level of attraction, I am typically more attracted to women. I That's just how how my brain is and like it's it's one so freeing to finally be able to like say that out loud I mean I've been saying it for a couple of years now but like be able to say it out loud and proud and and be able to be like you know what I I am still figuring out and on my sexuality journey and like you know this is this is where I'm at so far um I think there is beauty in learning about yourself and there's beauty in becoming more yourself I have never felt more confident more happy um than I've felt now and and I think part of that is because I'm able to be open and honest about who I am I I in looking back at you know my childhood you know when I was younger I would even say elementary through I would say late elementary through junior high ish um I definitely was having this internal battle of like what the fuck is going on uh because you know I was and of course like this is gonna sound weird but like I would watch like different animes and like the women on there I would just be like oh my god like they are just so beautiful and so hot and like I just wish and like at first I was like oh it's just cartoons like you know that's 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 why you know I'm attracted to them or or it's admiration it's just me being a great ally and, and being able to compliment or or admire a woman without you know this fear of my like sexuality when in fact like yeah I was into girls I just didn't know it yet <laughs> um oh my foot's asleep ew but um I feel like there's so many things that surround like being comfortable enough to to come out and be be um open and 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 comfortable with yourself and like I know for me it was scary particularly because like I I don't want to I didn't want to come out and then all of a sudden like all these people who are my friends think that like oh well, B likes girls, well, then she, you know, she must have liked me. Like, now I feel uncomfortable. Like, I, I definitely have a type. 
I definitely, um, and it's not even just like a physical type. It's a physical and intellectual and emotional type. And like, I'm picky. I'm very, very, very picky. It's very hard to find, um, someone who can't someone who can contain me no not contain me but I just know there's I am I'm like Shrek I'm an onion with many layers and like I know I can be a bit much um so that's why I just bebop around doing what I want but uh I forgot where I was going with this, and I haven't even smoked yet. Oh, gosh. Moral of the, the point of the, this whole beginning conversation is that um, I am looking forward to the day where everyone, including those in the black community, can feel fully comfortable with being who they want, how they want, without fear of violence. Um, and I think that if you are around someone who you know may not understand or has said ignorant things about um, the LGBTQ community, don't understand you know the dynamics of it, I feel like that's a perfect opportunity if you if you, stand for the rights of your fellow LGBT community, if you call yourself an ally and you hear someone saying something ignorant, wrong, homophobic, transphobic, sexist, whatever it is in front of you or around you, you should speak up. Speak. Not speaking up is just as bad as if you were to say whatever they said. You can't be fearful of correcting someone for what they said or how they're acting if they're your friend. Your friends are a reflection of you. I strongly believe that. I strongly believe that and that's why I, I have friends. But when it comes to like my close friends, like the people I know I can rely on, call every day, tell them about the ins and in and outs of my life. It's very few and far between. I have a small circle because I realized that I used to have people around me who were very ignorant. They would say stupid things and back when I was young, dumb and 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 too scared to speak up for someone else, let alone myself, I would just like kind of like throw it to the wind it is what it is and it's like no you're not going to disrespect someone because of who they are you're not going to disrespect someone and make them feel uncomfortable you're not going to disrespect someone and make them feel unwanted oh my cat's nomming okay. I wholeheartedly believe that how and, and it's not even a belief that I, I need to have there's evidence out there that how someone is treated in regards to their gender and sexual orientation 
has a direct correlation to their mental state and their mental health. Body dysphoria is a big thing. And it's not just, just, you know, I, I feel like when everyone hears that term, they think of like, oh, fat and skinny. And it's, it's not that. It's not even that. If, if imagine being, imagine being, okay, so uh, here's the best way to put it. Think of the gender that you identify with right now. Like, so for me, I identify as a female. I know I'm a female through and through. She, her pronouns, like I, I'm every woman. It's all in me. Yeah. So take that same, you know, whatever gender you identify as. Now imagine if you truly strongly felt the same connection that you feel with your gender currently, but you're in a body that was the opposite. Or a body that you you did not feel comfortable in. See, it's it's you wouldn't feel like your true self. You wouldn't be you wouldn't feel like who you truly are. I know this example definitely doesn't put in pers- into perspective the emotional and mental toll that it takes on a person, but like you wouldn't be able to be yourself. You would feel uncomfortable. And imagine already feeling uncomfortable about yourself and in 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 having these internalized emotions about yourself already. And then now you have some rando off the street to a person you don't even know who is now going to come in your face and make you feel even worse about your body than you already did. Like, it's it's no one's place to try to tell someone how they should be living. Like, I know... That people are so quick to to try to use all these reasons and examples of why homosexuality is bad. One of them in particular being the Bible. But last time I checked in the Bible, like he who sin he is he who is without sin casts the first stone. All these people who are telling others how they should be living, who they should be sleeping with, who should they be dating, who they should love are a lot of times the same people who are the most hateful, disrespectful, unchristian-like people. And so I, I just don't understand how we can, you can try to use a book that's meant to empower, meant to spread love, and meant to increase faith for negativity and hate. And that's one of the reasons why I know I particularly shied away from the church. Because you're not about to tell me that who I am and who I love is a sin. You're not going to tell me that because of something that I can't control. Because I I just love love. And I'd rather treat someone with respect and dignity and and, and passion and, and love them for who they are regardless of what their body looks like. 
because of that, I'm going to hell. What kind of bullshit is that? So, with that being said, you're valid in your gender and your sexuality. Fuck what any of those people are telling you. They don't understand the struggle that you have gone through every goddamn day. They don't understand the struggle of you trying to figure out who the fuck you are. They're upset because they didn't take the chance or opportunity to get to know themselves and chose to continue to live under the thumb and oppression that is heteronormativity. We're not doing that anymore. It is 2021. We are tired. We are sick. And we are sick and tired. We ain't doing it no more. Um, so, for those of you who are joining in and um, are like, what the fuck? Like, okay, well, I don't want to be one of those people. Tell me what, what I need to know. What do I need to learn? What, what where, Help. I'm here. Come down. It's okay. I got you, boo. I just want to thank you for first taking the step to learning about um, gender, sexuality, and relationships and, and taking the step to understanding someone's lifestyle that is different than yours or or um, who knows. Maybe you've been oppressed your whole life and didn't realize it and this is going to be your opportunity to learn a little bit more about yourself and your sexuality or your or your gender or or other relationships that you might be interested in. It is you there is never an age that is too young or too old to to finally take the steps in in wanting to learn who you are and learning more about yourself. How are you going to tell someone how how you want to be treated or 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 what you want out of a relationship if you don't even know yourself? I know that if I would have stayed in my previous relationship, um, I would have been miserable because that person wanted a monogamous relationship. And the way that my my mentality is right now, I am more open to a polyamorous relationship. Um, I want to be able to love who I want to love. I... I realize that you know there are different aspects about people that I do connect with and I do I want to have that freedom to be able to make those connections with people without feeling like I'm letting someone down or or feeling guilty because of cheating you can't be don't be in a monogamous relationship and be trying to be like, oh, well, you know, they want to be monogamous, but I want to do whatever I want to do and go off and be doing your, that's still cheating. That person is under the assumption that you are going to be committed to them. And until you've had that conversation where you're like, this is what I want, this is what I need. Um, and if it does not work for you, I completely understand. Like it's cheating. You're cheating. If that person does not agree and does not want to be in that type of relationship and you continue to stay with them and decide to keep beep bopping around the streets, you're cheating. Um, I don't even know how I got onto that angry rant, but, uh, yeah, so here, here you are 
going to learn about uh, the difference uh, between gender, sexual orientation, and um, relationships. I want to thank you for being here. Um, and I also wanted to say that uh, this is by no means a in-depth uh, conversation. It's going to be multiple conversations over the month. Um, so this episode is just serving as a general introduction and open, uh, opening the doors to future conversations that we will have about different topics surrounding um, these particular subsections. Um, so first... Before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's talk about what we are smoking. And we are going to our trusty Leafly. Y'all know me. I love y'all know I love me some Leafly. I just need them to love me back. Um, so we are going to be smoking blueberry headband. Blueberry headband. Okay. I found headband and I found blueberry, but I need blueberry headband. Okay, I found it. <clears throat> Blueberry headband, aka blue headband. So it is a hybrid. It has effects of happy, relaxed, and euphoric. It is known for being more energizing. All right, let's get into the description. Blueberry headband is a hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing headband with blueberry. This strain provides a euphoric rush accompanied with a relaxing body effect. Blueberry headband offers a sweet blueberry flavor and aroma. Medical marijuana patients choose this strain to help relieve symptoms associated with chronic stress and anxiety. According to growers, blueberry headband produces produces medium to According to growers, <laughs> blueberry headband produces medium to tall plants that are bushy and provide large yields with rainiest colas. Top reported effect, giggly. I'm trying to giggle. All right, so we are going to be enjoying some blueberry headband. Let me take my first bong hit before we get into specifics. I might cough on this one because, like, my throat is on. Drink some water. <clears throat> Mm. Also, I want to say that the video aspect is still coming. Um, there has been a little bit of a delay with it. That's partly because of me. I will say I just cannot figure out what area in my apartment that I want to shoot in. Um, one for privacy. Um, I don't want anyone to be able to see like where I'm at or or, you know, be able to pinpoint my location. I know y'all know of my general location, but yeah. Um, and then two, lighting-wise, like, um, I do have an area that 
I choose to stream, like, you know, do my, my video game streaming in, but like it's, even then it's a little bit difficult. You can't really see my face and I don't want to put out a shitty shoddy video and it be, you know, me doing all these beautiful edits just for you to still not be able to see my face just because of lighting and, and all of that. So that is still coming. Camera is ready. I just don't have space for it yet. Um, but I will say I am moving um, in a couple of months to a place that I will have more space and um, I actually have a designated room. Oh. Scam. I also have a designated room that will be like my media room for not only my video games and streaming, but also my podcast. Um, so just give me another month and a half and then you will have videos that you can watch too be able to see my beautiful face you know we all heal um with that cheers to it being pride bitches happy pride month happy caribbean heritage month um we are starting it off with a bang i am it is June 2nd. It is Weed Wednesday. It is Wax Wednesday, Wax and Relax. And this is exactly what we're going to do. We are going to have an amazing summer. We're going to have an amazing start off for um, Pride. There is no room for ignorance, no room for hate. And let's get it started. Cheers. too bad okay so sexuality gender and then there's different types of relationships right um i feel like unfortunately we confuse sexuality and gender all the time we make them interchangeable and they are not um so first let's start with the difference between uh sexuality and gender And um, we are going to use uh, a couple of specific um, specific articles just because I don't want to use something that's just like out there written by, I don't want it to be an organization where it's, it's not right, it's not correct. I want to be able to, to, to send you to resources that are... Um, are, are good and reputable. Um, so I am using um, the definitions for the human rights campaign. Um, they have an article called uh, Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity Definitions. Um, and they have a full list of uh, resources that you can use um, to not only learn about different uh, gender sexual orientations uh you can learn about any of the initiatives that they have going on um so they lobby for a lot of uh different uh, uh rights in states uh as well as federal level if you would like to donate you can um and in in just support in in helping helping keep lgbtq rights because it's i will say um when it comes to 
the men and women within the LGBT community, particularly the black men and women, they have been such a value when it comes to rights in general, but specifically women's rights. They, uh, that group was one of the biggest proponents of helping for the, the women's, women's rights movement. And I feel like, you know, if if we are going to allow our government to take away the rights of people who have been there and fighting next to us then that's that's it's only one small step for them to take rights of other people as well um it's always a slippery slope so so you know if you're quick to be like oh they shouldn't do this they shouldn't do that just know that when it comes to your rights the same can be can be said and had and all it takes is having the right person in power for your rights that you feel like you should have to be taken away that's all i'm gonna say um but so sexual orientation is an inherent or immutable enduring emotional romantic or sexual attraction to other people gender identity is the uh, one's innermost concept of self as male female a blend of both or neither how individuals perceive themselves and what they call themselves one one's gender identity can be the same or different from their sex assigned at birth so essentially I mean, we're going to take this step by step because there's going to be a lot of, of, of information, a lot of different components. So, um, gender identity, I feel like is one of the most difficult things that people have troubles understanding or even just like recognizing because we often are far too often go based off of physical looks we we say this person looks like this so we assume that they are this type of person um and just how someone chooses to express themselves does not necessarily mean that correlates with their their gender identity so i i feel like this art this definition article does a really good job in in separating the different terms because i do have gender expression on here which gender expression is the external appearance of one's gender identity usually expressed through behavior clothing haircut or voice which may or may not conform to socially defined behaviors characteristics typically associated with being either masculine or feminine so part of me agrees with this definition but part of me kind of i and i had to pause it i will say there i paused it because one thing that i so for the gender expression when it says external appearance of one's gender identity usually expressed through behavior clothing haircut or voice I don't believe that is the case in all this in all scenarios and and this is why this is why my brain kind of went like er, pause because you can have someone who identifies as a male 
but when it comes to or identifies as a male identifies as masculine but when it comes to their expression they wear like dresses and skirts like there's there's someone that I follow right now on TikTok literally I follow him because his outfits are on point but he would be quick to tell you I identify as a male I go by he him pronouns like just because I like to wear a dress doesn't mean anything and I I feel like that that's so true because like even even when I think of like in terms of like Femme versus mask. Um, even in, in the realms of like lesbians. Like there's so many times that you look at someone and you you assume like, oh, they're they're they're, you know, more mask or or they're the femme of the of the relationship and that's not the case whatsoever. And it's just because of how they dress that we assume such. Because like I know there are some days that I can, I will, I will dress very masculine just because like, I like the comfort of it, the comfortability. I have, I have boobs and hips and butts and, and sometimes I, I'm tired of wearing something that's, you know, a little form fitting. I want something that's more like I can just kind of flail around and play around with and, and I'm not gonna feel like a boob or something's gonna pop out and like I know in those moments if anyone looked at me they would be like oh that's a stud no 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 I am very much femme very 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 much femme I may te- teeter totter on the line of stem a little bit in the sense of like there are some things that I do have like masculine qualities to or identify like more in like masculine ways but wholeheartedly through and through like I identify very much as a female I am very much femme and I I think like you know having assuming someone's gender identity based off of their gender expression can like be a, a bad little slippery slope as well so I that's the only thing that I have about that that definition is that haircut and clothing may not necessarily correlate with their gender identity so Yeah, I was just tweaking a little bit, you know? But maybe I will say that I, I'm i not going to pretend like I'm an expert on everything when it comes to the LGBT community. There's a lot of things that I'm still learning myself. So, you know, who knows? Maybe that is is what the technical definition of gender expression is. But I feel like it can use some, some tweaking. Oh, my ear's doing that rushing water thing. Um... So, um, we've gone over, like, sex, sexual orientation, or no, 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 I lied, we've, we've kind of went over sexual orientation, but we went more over gender, and, like, gender identity and expression, which are two separate things, um, so when it comes to, like, sexual orientation, that is, like, 
I know I already said the definition. An inherent or immutable, enduring, emotional, uh, romantic, sexual attraction to other people. Um, sexual orientation can be dramatically varied and has no connection to your gender. Or, sorry. Uh, yes. Ugh. Sexual orientation can be varied and has no connection to your gender. Therefore, just because somebody is a male does not mean that they necessarily are going to be attracted to a female and vice versa. Um, I know that when it comes to my level of attraction, um, I typically am attracted to more masculine presenting females. It's not in the sense of, of, oh, I want a man. No, I don't want a man at all. Um, I shouldn't say I don't want a man at all. It's, I am more attracted to, blah, 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 blah. okay, rewind that. It's not that, I should say, I shouldn't say I'm attracted to masculine presenting women. I, it, it's not even just women. I'm attracted to masculine presenting people, but I don't know. It's It's also just not as simple as that. Like, there's so much inner workings to when it comes to, like, me being attracted to a person that, like, I, I get why, like, sexual orientation is, is such a, a, it's a thing that, like, if, if a person who has never tried to learn or, or understand, like, it can be confusing, like, I confused myself like I wholeheartedly thought like I'm a fucking lesbian and like boop I'm not um so it's it's just it's literally a label to for others to be able to identify whether or not they're going to catch your attention. That's how I view it as. Like, literally, the sexual orientation, the label of sexual orientation, is just for the aspect of others so that they know whether you're interested or not. Because, like, I know I deadass use my sexual orientation as a weapon all the time. In the sense of, I don't want you to think a negative, but in the sense of when I have a cisgender male who is... And, and I'm being specific with that because it typically happens more with them than anyone else. But when I interact with a cisgender male and they, you know, are coming on to me, hitting on me in some type of way to where I feel uncomfortable, you know, and I, I try the whole no thing and they're still kind of pressing, I do bring up my sexuality in the sense of, like, maybe this will make them be like, oh, you know, this is why she's not interested. I know I shouldn't have to explain myself. They they deserve no explanation of why I don't want to interact with them other than no. But unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. So I know I'm quick to be like, okay, well, I'm a lesbian. I know that's not true. But saying pansexual, one that <laughs> encourages a conversation with them that I probably don't want to have. Um... But but if they do know what that is, then they're going to be like, oh, well, that means I have a shot. No, I don't want you to think you have a shot with me. <laughs> but I do, I am quick to be like, oh, well, I'm a lesbian, sorry, like, I'm into girls. And, like, I realize, like, 
when it comes to me mentioning my sexuality, like I don't, I don't typically, I, it's not something that comes up unless there's a reason for it to come up. So like, it's just, it's just another thing to be able to, to put somebody in a category to where you can hopefully understand them more or be able to identify them in some kind of way. Unfortunately, a lot of times that identification is used in a negative way. Like as soon as someone finds out someone is gay, lesbian, trans, bi, non-binary, whatever it is, there's always some opinions, thoughts, and and unwanted comments um, associated with it. So like, really feel like sexual orientation is something that like it's it's more of a personal thing whereas like gender identity and expression is more of a like outwardly external thing oh my gosh I don't know if if I'm like blowing your mind but I'm blowing my mind right now thinking about this like thinking of the fact that like I never thought about it until like talking about it with y'all of, of how my sexual orientation is something that is more internalized. It's something that it has been very much internalized my whole life. Um, and it's not something that, that I use or comes out in conversation unless needed. Whereas when it comes to like my gender identity, that's something that's like very forward and upfront for the most part. Whew. So yeah, um, all of that to say, like, you know, when it comes to you interacting with a person, um, one, don't assume their, their gender because of how they are dressed or what clothes they're wearing. Um, if anything, I think, and I can't wait for it to be more normalized to just ask pronouns or introduce yourself using pronouns so that person feels comfortable. I know um, in the instance of, of when I don't know what to call someone, I, I especially if it's something like a new interaction, I am quick to be like, hey, I'm B, she, her, like, oh, and like that one, I feel like opens the door for someone to feel open enough to, to share their, um, their gender if they would like it's not something that that they have to and if they don't want to you just have to respect that um but I I do feel like it makes it where the conversation is more open because for me I know that even when someone comes up to me and they you know announce their pronouns it gives me it makes me feel open and free to be like oh yeah like you know these are my pronouns too and it makes it feel more normalized like I never have to go around like wondering if someone is going to misgender me and I can only imagine how that feels like like or or just knowing that by simply asking or 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 being more thoughtful around the person that like you're not going to cause them to have some kind of gender distress because you're misgendering them or, or you didn't even take the chance to, to get to know them and, and, and ask, Hey, you know, what are your preferred pronouns? Um, especially if you don't know. So what is all that racket? Um, 
So I know I threw a lot of different things at y'all for this episode. I know like it's wild and crazy and, and you have a lot to digest. Um, and, and if you already knew the information, you know, I, I hope that I did uh, the information justice. I hope that I made you proud. Um, and I, I'm going to throw it out there too. I am learning just as much as everyone else. I'm going to make mistakes just as everyone else and, and definitely don't be afraid to, to correct me or, or, or if there's something that I may not have explained well or could have explained better, you know, we're all in this together to learn how to treat each other better. And if we can't take, you know, a little criticism in order to be better then what the fuck? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, once again, happy pride. Thank you for joining me for this amazing episode of Days and Amuse podcast. Um, as always, you can follow um, me at Unique Brunique. I'm going to throw mine out there. Or you can follow the podcast at Days and Amuse podcast on Instagram, Days and Amuse pod on Twitter. Uh, we are also on Facebook, Days and Muse Podcast. You can follow us on there as well. Uh, if you would like to email us topics, share your story, um, be a potential guest, you can email me at daysandamusepodcast at gmail.com. As always, please make sure you are taking care of your mental health. Um, I know that we are out of Mental Health May. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Mental health is also something that is a constant 24-7 thing that you need to make sure you're checking up on and taking care of. Um, and if you would like to help contribute to the podcast, you can become a patron donor for as little as $1 a month. That is $12 a year. You will get exclusive content um, ad-free listening, as well as, um, a sneak peek in behind-the-scenes look, you know? Um, I appreciate everyone who has taken the time to listen to the podcast so far. I know I've missed a couple of weeks, um, and, uh, I do apologize about that, uh, but we are back up and running mentally. I took some time for myself like I needed to and like I preached to y'all, so make sure you're doing the same. Uh, and as always, stay high, stay fly, my lovely buddies, and I will catch you Sunday for another episode of Days and Amuse podcast. Bye.